God wants you to prosper, not somebody else, not someone down the street, but he wants you to prosper. He promises to be our exceeding great reward. God has a great plan for you. Third John, verse two, it says, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Hi, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes, and again, I bring to you Sarah M. The story that you're about to hear is not fictitious. It was not made up. It was not something that was just written in a book that was not lived. It's not a pretty story. It's not, you know, boy meets girl and they live happily ever after. It's a story of a child who was happy. A young girl who was going to school to learn more, to get an education who was then captured. And in that capturing, she had to work and work hard. Without rationed, sick, and then had to work some more. She tells of a story of one that has to conspire with friends, collaborate if you would, to run away, to get back to family. In a destitute situation, not knowing whether or not it was going to be possible or whether she would be captured yet again. But there are some things that Sarah teaches, some things that she inspires on the inside of us to let us know that there is a brighter future ahead. You just have to hold on to hope. And not only just hope, but God, praying to him, asking him for deliverance. And then when you walk in it, to reach back and help someone else. It's not a pretty story, but it's a story of survival. It's a story of anticipation. It's a story of love and family. It's a story of reuniting. It's a story of transition. It's a story. So come on in and let's hear it. This is my life. I put my picture right on the, on the front cover. Anybody can can find me. Mm -hmm. That is dangerous because yeah. because the Khmer Rouge communist is still hidden somewhere. Wow. Wow. Yes, you are very brave. I'm sure your family was ecstatic when you walked in and they said, whoa, I mean, what was that reunion like? Yeah, we hugged, we hugged and we cry and you know it's so funny my mom told me that she didn't recognize me she only recognized my forehead wow because i was extremely skinny i i lost i lost all my weight i just have a skin and bone wow wow yes 
I, I can only imagine what it would be like um, to not be able to see your family. And you were gone for more than four years, um, what five years or more that they did not know where you were. But you know, sometimes when we hold on, when we're what the Bible calls a prisoner of hope, we're supposed to be prisoners of hope. In other words, I, I have this expectation. I have this trust that God knows not only where I am, but he knows what I'm going through as well. I am not alone and he is more than able to deliver me. And when I hold on to that, and I, I'm, I'm just reminded also the Bible says the power of life and death is in our tongue. So mm -hmm. what we're speaking, we're going to eat those words. When we speak life, we're going to have life. Um, I just recently, today, Sarah, talked with a, a young lady who is a widow and she lost her spouse a couple years ago. And one of my things that, that tugs on my heart is that there are many who are out there and they feel like, okay, well, my life is over at this point. I'm not sure what to do. I don't know how to get out of it. Uh, and she's one of those, just like others like her, that need that hope to hold on to. Yes, losing a spouse is completely different than being on the, in the killing fields. Um, it's not the same that you've been gone for five years. But some of the same threads that run through is in that process, there is still hope. And as long as we hold on to hope and as long as we look to the future, there's something for us. Yes. My yeah. heart goes out that you had to endure what you endured. Uh, it should not have been for anyone. However, I am so thankful and so grateful that you are strong enough to tell your story in a manner that others would be able to then garner encouragement from it. And I really think that in your speaking to others, you then inspire hope because you embody it. Like you just walk into the room and you're like, hey, you can do this too. You just, you have to have the faith to keep going forward. So I appreciate that. All right, Sarah, let me ask you, when you came to America, that's a significant challenge in that transition. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I will. Um, when I arrive in United States, United States is completely different than Cambodia. First of all, I arrived just before winter and remember Cambodia is a tropical country. Yes. <laughs> just like Florida, just like moving from Florida to Massachusetts in the winter. Oh, wow. So yeah. now, first of all, where did you land in America? I landed in Connecticut. Oh, nice and cold. Okay. <laughs> but you know, God brought me there because he want me to meet all the lovely Christian lady. There's a, there's a Christian uh, woman ministry that that held this program to help to help the newcomer at that time. So I was in the hand of loving sister. Oh. It's just beautiful. So I, I am so grateful, but my challenge is doesn't stop by meeting, you know, the lovely people because I don't speak the language and I don't, 
have a job. I don't have money or anything. I I I came here empty-handed, no money in the bank, nothing. So I had to start re learning the language and uh, take a GED again because I have nothing to prove. I lost. I lost everything. So I had to prove myself that I'm capable of going to school again. So I I took GED class mm -hmm. and I passed it. So I start to register and attend college part-time at the beginning. At the beginning, yeah, I, I attend part-time and then I calculate and say, how many years will I get my degree? And I realize it's over 10 years. It's almost 15 years. I say, oh no, I cannot take one course at a time and expect to resume. <laughs> You're right. That's good. That's a good message for some of our young people. That does not work. It does not compute. You're right, Sarah. <laughs> so I sped, I sped up. So I, I increased. I took four courses at a time and I found a full-time job. So I work very hard. I work full-time and attend full-time uh, in college. So very hard work, very, very challenging, but nothing compared to the killing field. So I can handle it. <laughs> well, you probably got your start, even in the killing fields, even though it wasn't a good place to be, you had a significant work ethic that kept you moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm glad you had the community of, of young ladies that were really trying to bring you in because like you said, that transition to another country is different, not only physically with the weather differences, but also you couldn't speak the language. So there was a, a big deficit that was there. Yeah, wow. yeah. So I still pursue my degree. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just want to at least get a degree <laughs> under my belt. So I, I graduated and then I found a good, a good full-time job. And then from there I get married and then life go on and on and on so you know but the beginning was very challenging it was it was and you know i will say this sarah that also inspires hope because people look at their current situation and say you know it's kind of bleak and it's a transition and many of the people that i work with are having major life changes that major life transition it is a transition you go through and you will be able to get to the other side, but you have to have that hope to get there. You have to have that faith that you're going to get there. Don't, you know, uh, give up hope and think that, you know, I, I like Langston Hughes, um, one of my favorite poets, and he has one called the dream deferred. Well, the Bible says uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but we recognize that if you no longer hold on to an expectation that you're one, not going to achieve it, but two, you won't get that great outcome that you could have. You endured going through that transition and it's just a transition. And sometimes it can end up a lot better than where you started. And in your case, it did just that. So I'm glad that we, we talked about this too, because coming to America is different and there are different, um, coaches out there that will coach you through this, but any life transition, it's important to have somebody that walks alongside you 
and says, this is what you need to do differently. So I appreciate even that. That, that, is, that is great. That is great. You truly embody hope. And I know, I think you're doing some speaking these days as well. Yes? Yes, yes, I do some speaking. I, I speak online, a virtual platform. And I also do more speaking on a podcast like this, similar to this. Mm-hmm. So that's um, that's the way for me to spread my message further, because if I don't do this, nobody know that I exist. Mm. But you also provide so much hope. So I'm gonna say, audience as well, you, if you have a group that needs the extra encouragement to hold on to their faith, to believe that there is hope that is going to endure. If you want to even have a reference that looks just like the Bible to say, hey, these things are happening today. And there's a person that embodies the same level of hope that you need to have in this encouragement, you know, contact Sarah. She really wants to spread this message. And I know that's probably part of the reason why you wrote the book, right? Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. So contact her. She is available. Well, you're going to have to get on her schedule to see if she's available. So don't wait. If you've got a program that's coming up and you need this, don't forget Sarah M. You can find her. She's on Facebook. She's on LinkedIn. She's on Instagram. But definitely the easiest way to contact her is Sarah at SarahM.com, which is her email address, correct? Yes. Yes, contact her by email or actually go to her website as well. You can book a conversation with her just to make sure that what program you're putting on is available, that that Sarah is going to be able to do that. I am so excited about this conversation because too many people need to know to hold on to hope. Don't put your faith down. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. We don't know why things happen or why there's evil that's still in the world. We know it comes from the fall, but there are some people who are still doing evil. There's some others who still need to be delivered. Don't forget to pray for them so that they do come out. Um, Sarah identified the power of prayer. Pray for those who are still in bondage. Pray for those who are not doing as well as you. We need to be intercessors. But remember the power of prayer, not only for yourself, but also for your family too, so that you can be that embodiment of hope as well. So Sarah, I really appreciate you coming on. Go get her book, How I Survived the Killing Fields by Sarah M. Make sure you connect with her if you have a program that is coming up. She's an awesome speaker. Her story in and of itself grabs your attention so for that we do thank you sarah is there anything else that i'm missing i want to make sure i give you the opportunity speak to my audience freely let them know who you are what you're doing what you'd like to do with them go ahead and connect if you would yes i would love to connect with your audience and i have offer for 30 minutes consultation, free consultation. You can find it on my website. Just go to book online. Um, 
in sarahim.com s-a-r-a-i-m.com and there is a free gift there as well you can claim my free gift as well so no um and i look forward to be able to share a hope and inspiration message in your group if you you have any any group or you know of of a group <laughs> i would love to come over that is awesome definitely um i didn't know about the free gift gotta go see that one that's gonna be awesome so definitely connect with sarah m and let me say for my entrepreneurs sarah m also has a christian professional network if you want to connect with us make sure that you do we are a group of people, as she mentioned, the community, the community that's working together. That's how I met Sarah. So it's not that, you know, she's just somebody I picked up off the street. Not at all. I love this lady. This lady is absolutely awesome. She has a heart to serve and she continues to serve it with a Christian professional network here in the Tampa Bay area, also in St. Pete. And because it's online, it is truly all over. But yes, connect with us and Sarah will give you that information as well. I'll make sure that in the show notes as well as on this, this podcast and the YouTube that you'll have all of her details so that you can connect, but don't take your time. Make sure you jump on board. We're living in a day and age where we need hope. You know, there's just, there's so much that we need to be looking forward to. Sarah has provided a lot of that. And one of the things, Sarah, that I like to do for my audience is I like to give them takeaways. I say, I help you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. And that means that there has to be some application. So based on what we talked about today, I'm going to say, number one, make sure you pray. There's power in prayer. Don't forget that. Mm -hmm. Number two, make sure you still hold on to hope. That means the expectation that something good is going to happen. Today might look a little bleak, but that doesn't mean tomorrow has to look the same. The right. Bible talks about hope and being a prisoner of hope so many times. We serve the God of hope, and it's because I hoped in you. I remember David saying, why am I cast down, O my soul? Hope thou in God. There's a turn that happens. I need to hope in God because my, my expectation is in him not in the people, not in the other things that are circumstances that are happening around me, but my hope is in that God is going to deliver me. And that's exactly what he did for Sarah. So, you know, if he did it for her, he'll do it for you too. So hold on to those two things, prayer and then that hope. But she also said, thirdly, make sure you have a community that's going to then continue to build you up and support you as well. And she offers that. So sarahm.com. Make sure you go there and see Sarah, uh, talk with her, book an online consultation with her. You can send her an email so you can get in touch with her directly or follow her on her social media, but definitely get in touch with Sarah by the book, How I Survived the Killing Fields by Sarah M. I'm so excited that you're here with me, Sarah. Thank you so much for participating today. Or any final words that you would like to say? No, I appreciate you having me on and uh, introduce me to your audience. 
and I'm looking forward to get to know every one of you. So I'm waiting to hear from you. Amen. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's truly been my pleasure in having you. And my goal is to connect you with as many people as possible. We need to partner together. So churches, pastors, ministry leaders, women's ministries, any other ministry as well, make sure you connect with Sarah. This will be a wealth of information to go ahead and bring her in. Get the book. Also, let's support Sarah and what she's doing and trying to make sure she gets her message out. And the message is one of hope. We all need that today. Thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate you. Again, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries. And here I help you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. We truly bring you transformative, biblically-based truths. Hope is what you need today. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your day. Hi, thanks for listening and watching. And if you enjoyed what you've seen, make sure you subscribe, like, and share. And hit that notification button so you'll know the next time there's a new episode. Listen, as a result of my coaching program, my clients have experienced a calming of the emotional roller coaster. They have a compelling future, as well as the confidence and the know-how to achieve it. And they have clarity on the financial tools that they need in order to live life on their terms and save tens of thousands of dollars. I'm looking for women who are devastated by the double deeds, divorce, or death, who want to gain confidence to live life on their terms with peace and financial security. My question is, who do you know? Have them go ahead and book a call with me so that we can get to that compelling future. My heart may be broke, but your bank account doesn't have to be. You can find us online at h the number two htruth.org. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.